0: Hello everybody, it's Liam Parton here. We are here now pre-recording episode 3 of the Boys in the Basement podcast. As well as me, cause it's not just me, which some would argue is enough. Some would say too much. As well as me, there is a man sat opposite me, a man oozing and radiating a mesmeric charisma that we have not seen since the likes of Humphrey Bogart yeah. walked the earth It is Mr. Swan Thank you very much I've never been compared to Humphrey Bogart before that's, Really? That's quite an honour Happens to me daily
1: Good evening Liam, how are you? Yeah, how
0: very good. good Good Good. We're actually good. struggling a little bit with the intro today We might as well tell the listeners This is our third go Because I keep having tantrums yeah. Would you I call diva. it a tantrum?
1: i say more diva uh,
0: is, it, is it or is it merely professionalism <laughs> From one of Petersfield's best love entertainers I think that's what we could call it Because <laughs> uh, we are number one <laughs> podcast <laughs> in Petersfield there. And uh, we've got a heck of a show lined up for you today, there's a lot of, uh, we've got some music from the Wide Eyes, we've got music from Kismet, we've got more music from the Amnesiacs, we've got a whole host of features, we've had a jam-packed weekend, so here we go, let's enjoy the show. So, hello everyone and welcome to what is, as I've already said, episode 3 of the Boys in the Basement podcast. Dear me, right, we have had a terrible amount of trouble recording that intro, you have no idea, I have, I think I will have to call it tantrums. it's taken us a long time to get to this point oh we lost the will to live I know but it's it's just professionalism I'm trying to make the podcast perfect for everyone we can't have me having little because I've told you I'm carrying too much this show on my back (laughs) You need to do more producing without me having to press buttons every five <laughs> seconds. So I just need to turn up and be a creative force.
1: You're putting the pressure on yourself.
0: I know. I have to, to carry you. Carry no, your, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I sorry. think we should stop okay, this. Okay, right. We should, we should stop this. <laughs> yes.
1: People join. People want to listen to this Yes. To sort of see harmony and friendship. Yeah. And we're just okay. completely dispelling that. Make
0: love, not war. The Middle East can learn from us, boys. <laughs> there Let's we go. bury the hatchet. That's we it. are here. Yes. Now The show starving. is going. We are. go. Go, go. Yes, welcome to episode three. We've got a very good episode lined up to you, I think. I'm very optimistic this is going to be a good episode because we're good. still learning, we're finding our feet, but thank you very much for tuning in. Despite what we've just had there, we don't just bicker with each other. We have got content... We are moving towards being the best podcast you'll ever hear in your life. If you want to get involved, let's get it in early. Let's plug the website. And how do you think the website is, Mr. Swan? Do you like it? I love it. He loves it. Mr. North, do you love the website? I love it as well. That's two people out of three that love it. Well, hang on. I love it as well. Three out of three people love the Boys in the Basement podcast. That's a survey. That's a statistic. That's all you need to know. It's the boys. No, it's not the Boys in the Basement. That could well take you to another site. Let's start. I do know my own website. I do know it. Let's go boys in the basement podcast.com click on that and that'll take you to our site and from there you can pretty much link to everything So we've got a twitter well i've got a twitter which i use for the boys in the yeah, basement he's I've got an email account <laughs> i've got an email account all right you're you all right mate yeah i'm fine talk mate. about yes. it you're a show? Yeah. yeah yeah i've got an email account i've got a twitter uh, and if you go on our website you can find it uh, all there you can link to it. get involved with the show because we want people to contribute we want your letters emails any music you want to send us, we'll touch on that a little bit more going through the show. It's going to be brilliant. And also, if you use Facebook, which... Do you use Facebook? I do. Do you use Facebook? I do. And does the listener use Facebook? That's Press cool. your red buttons now if you do. That's they it. all do. They've done it. They That's all they do. They're they're done it. You can go to facebook.com slash basement, and you'll find our fan page in there. Click like and you'll be liking one of the greatest things you'll ever like in your life. So, I think this show, let's kick off, because we've had a bit of a good weekend, haven't we, boys? But I think a we should talk weekend. about... It's been a good
1: week. Good week. Was it a good week?
0: I've been on holiday. You've been on holiday. Yeah. It's been
1: a good week, <laughs> if, you, if you were Mike. Yeah. It was a great week.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you've been on holiday, and that, yeah. what's that
1: involved for you? All sorts. Uh, Socialising, um,
0: drinking. <laughs> okay. Drinking. But nothing, nothing specific. Nothing so, you'd want to hear about. No. Oh, okay. Well, but it's been a very good week, if you were Mike. But we had a good weekend, boys. We had our first... First sort of Boys in the Basement outing, really, didn't we? We did, we did, we did, did. We did indeed. Because we went on a late night expedition to Somerset to surprise Mr North's sister for her birthday. What a surprise my sister was involved. Now, <laughs> listeners, if you, um, if you subscribe to the show, you'll notice on iTunes that recently popped up with no promotion, no advertising. We put a late night special episode of the Boys in the Basement podcast online. And that was basically what happened when Tom's sister Livy came to visit us in sunny Petersfield. How would you describe that experience of her coming down and meeting us?
2: What well, I remember of it. Yes. It was my birthday. Why,
0: was w- why Why can you remember a lot of it, Tom? Uh, you weren't I, drunk, surely. I
2: was making it... <laughs> it says you. Well, we'll touch on that later. Yes. Mr, <laughs> Mr. Swan's got an apology I, coming would. I would, I would like just to take this Do you want to do the apology now? I, I would.
0: Okay, please, so we yes. set the scene, because okay. some listeners might not have heard okay, the late you, night special. Okay, will do that? And I, what? Oh, God, I'll, I'll scene set. Last <laughs> weekend, on the weekend of... What was the date last weekend? 23rd, 24th. On the weekend of the 23rd and 24th, Of July 2010, Mm -hmm. we went out as a collective, as a group of friends, as the Boys in the Basement podcast crew, to um, celebrate Mr North's birthday, didn't we? Absolutely. And it was a nice evening, wasn't it? It was good. Until one point where Mr Swan got evicted, ejected, (laughs) kicked out, thrown out on his elbows into the street by a bouncer from a local pub (laughs) for being too drunk. Was the reason, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that was what I think he told me. It was and about 9.30 as well.
1: Well, it, was, well it wasn't quite that bad. But... Now,
0: a lot of people have been shocked. The Petersburg Post have been on the phone. We've had the Daily mm. Mail on the phone. Yeah. And a lot of fans are very concerned that the fame's gone to your head and you, you're not handling it well. Is there anything you can say to the listeners that will reassure them that maybe you're still the same Mike Swan that we know and love? Well,
1: uh, yeah, I have felt bad about this this week. And I've been looking forward to this opportunity to, to right wrongs. And okay. I'll hold my hands up. Yep, you know, I I didn't do myself a lot of favours there, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Um, all I can do is apologise. I don't condone that behaviour at all. Um, I certainly won't be doing it again. Um, I'd like to apologise to any of the other people who were in that establishment on the evening. If I may have disturbed their evening, I apologise. Disturbed? Sorry. Really? No, <laughs> Destroyed? <laughs> it started He's again. He's trying to impress Brandy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Brandy later on. Brandy, well, yeah. if you're
0: listening, keep listening, because we've got a whole section about you <laughs> coming up. <laughs> So, yeah, brandy is a... Yeah. Well, no, we won't touch on brandy no, no, now. No, let's Hold
1: leave that brandy. Don't
2: touch brandy. No. Don't touch brandy. But,
1: uh, no, I would like to apologise. It's, it's not something you should be doing. Going out getting drunk is wrong. Okay. It's expensive. It's bad for your health, and I don't approve of it whatsoever. It is expensive. I think maybe we're
0: going a bit far now.
1: All I'd like to say, though, in my defence, okay. is that it was Mr. North's birthday, as any listener could understand, a momentous occasion. And you're
0: saying that the only way to tolerate his company for a long period of time is <laughs> to be drunk? Yeah, a lot is of to be No,
1: no, I, I just wanted to pay homage. So the
0: real criminal in the room <laughs> is actually Mr. North's personality. I'd agree with that. Yes. Okay, yes. so what we're saying is you're innocent. Harsh. Basically, I'm shifting the blame. What I can do is I will assure listeners I will be keeping an eye on both of my boys in the basement team to make sure that the pressures of fame don't get to them, that they don't lose it. Because obviously, Mr. North we know has had the bank on the phone because he can't control his money. <laughs> Mr. Swan, he's being kicked out of bars, and you know, like a phone. nether do well. So, both of you are both irascible little gadabouts, and you need to just tone it down. And I will, yes. I, like a father figure, because I'm, I'm very much the mature one here. Well, uh, hang on a minute. Oh, God. No, not. did I push it too far? Definitely not. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> okay. But no, we had a good weekend overall, yeah. and like I say, this weekend, just gone, we, um, we went to a party in Portsmouth, and we had a great time at the party, because there was lots of young girls there. Well, not, no, 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 <laughs> young on. girls. <gasps> young girls, well, younger <laughs> uh, than us. Our age. Oh, they're our age? Yeah, they were mostly oh. our age. Okay, well they just seemed, they do, obviously they can better care of themselves than I had, they look less <laughs> wrinkly, because I'm yeah. ageing badly, I think, I, I'm creaking, I'm not so good, so we went to a lovely party in Portsmouth, and about halfway through the evening, Mr North made a throwaway comment about his sister... Uh, I was having a birthday in Somerset, having like a get together at the house, and you know we've never been to Mister North's house ever. No. And it, he's very been very private about his. He's life. very secretive about it. So it took it did take some convincing, didn't it? <laughs> Just a bit. I sort of first I suggested, oh let's go, let's go, on and he said no, 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 no. And I kept asking him, kept asking, and eventually he cracked, and we had quite a nice evening in Somerset, didn't we? It was good. We got down there about ten past
2: twelve at night, mm-hmm. uh, stayed about an hour and a half, and then drove back. <laughs> Yeah, and I think yeah. your
0: sister was very grateful for us being there. I think she loved it. She did like it. And yeah. I did meet a very special lady that night. Do you yes. think would she is she gonna listen to the podcast? No, she's not. Oh, that's why I can talk, talk about her. her. I met the lovely Lydia and I it was a blossoming relationship that was. And Mr. North dragged me away all because he had work the next day. You it, we were like I had work in like four hours. Yeah. An hour and a half driving. I'd away. met my soul mate. I'd met my actual soulmate hey, and you dragged you, me... What? You meet your soulmate about every week. Hey, now that's the last Are you, are you saying the it was kismet? So are you, you, you saying th- it was kismet?
1: What? You, you and this girl meeting at the same... It was, was it just like that moment where you know... It's very good that you said
0: that because we've got a song coming up later by a band called Kismet. I knew that. (laughs) I did it on purpose. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But no, I met my soulmate and we really clicked because you two sat there like a couple of sort of um, cynical sods. I could hear you making barbed comments. Oh, look, he's doing that line. Oh, look, he's got props when I got a magazine out of my car. And you were so predictable. It was very textbook. It it, it wasn't meant to be. I genuinely love that girl. She had a lot of very interesting things to say. And I enjoyed her company. and You dragged me away. And no, I'll, she she I, was a nice
1: girl. She that's why man. I've been
0: having so many tantrums this evening because I've still not got over you stifling that. You horrible little. You're lad.
2: lucky I took you there in the first place. I drove.
0: <laughs> yeah. I did, it, well, it was dang. it was
1: lovely though to see Mister North sort of where he grew up. Yeah, uh, you know what? We had a look in him. his bedroom, didn't we, we? We did. Yeah, some of the yeah. things we found in there. Well, yeah, there's nothing in there. You couldn't believe <laughs> really? one boy
0: could fit so much pornography under a bed. <laughs> it's not true, listeners. Okay, it was in his cupboard, yeah. but yeah, there was a great time at his house. Um, right, Mr. North, did you start the timer when we started the show?
2: Uh, I started it the first time we started the show. On the sixth attempt, so I can't be asked.
0: Well, don't say that. Oh, sorry. So we're completely out we of it. Can't then. be bothered. So you can't be. Bo- oh God. Right. Oh the- God. It says we've been
1: going for thirty-two minutes. But right. We haven't. We've been doing about ten.
0: <laughs> okay. So we've got right because again we want to try and keep the show on a schedule. And we've asked him as an author to start a timer, and he's just not. All right, so now we've been going for three <laughs> seconds, apparently. Here we go. Brilliant. We've got no idea when we need to do anything. Right, I think we should... Um, I think we'll play a song now. Yeah. A song, because we've had a bit... It's been, let's face it, a garbled intro to the show. It's mostly me, because I very much dictate the sort it's of mood in the him. room. mostly uh, him. Yeah. All right, all right. The show is yeah. mostly me. The talent is mostly me. That's what you're saying. But Ooh. also, if... Because I've been quite frustrated so far, I feel like I'm in my stride a bit more now. I think we can relax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if you're at home, relax. The show has not been derailed. We're very much on target to produce a cracking episode. But I think we need to just sort of get on and do it. Really. So we've got a song coming up for you now, whilst we clear our heads and get ready for the rest of the show. And um, yeah, we're going to go back and play a song by the Amnesiacs, who regular listeners will know. And if you're regular, that means you've listened to two. So (laughs) that's, that's what a regular listener is these days. Uh, Regulists will know that we played their song Festival Blues in the first episode, didn't we? Liked it. You liked it? Liked it. Yep, yeah, he liked it. So that we played their song, uh, as I said, Festival Blues, and now we're going to play a song called Sickness and Breakdowns, which, is because I'll tell you what it's written about, because do you know who wrote this song? No. Me. I wrote the lyrics of this <laughs> oh, song. You <laughs> wrote this song? I wrote the lyrics. Now, now I should have probably said that after, because we're going to analyse it now. And it's called Sickness and Breakdowns, because... Um, Basically, I, uh, I'd rec- I'd i been in a long-term relationship and I split up with my girlfriend and I was in a bit of a dark place, as you often are. And I went out on a night out one night and I just had like the best night out. And I sort of thought, do you know what? Life goes on. Life goes on. And the sickness refers to the fact that we were with a young man who kept being sick because he drank drunk too much. Very much a sort of forerunner to Mr. Swan. And the breakdowns was my unreliable Rover car at the time I, kept I... kept breaking down. And this poor woman stayed with me through the whole evening of people being sick... Cars breaking down We were stranded in a petrol station I had no money We had to take someone In a blooming taxi To somewhere else But I wrote a song About the whole evening How about Do you know what Even when life Seems a bit dark There's always something That will turn it round So this song Is called Sickness and Breakdowns By the Amnesiacs And we'll be back with you After this tune What
3: can I do Just to get your attention I'm crawling around Just to get some affection From you When will you let me know if I really must, then I walk these streets online Talk about it all until things just seem right I won't let you down It's the first time in a while that i feel good about myself Funny how these things just sort out themselves Cause I'm really into you And the things that you say Like listening to tomorrow Just up to me I've seen it all the night night While we spun around around in this town You've been by my side side, Through the the sickness and the breakdown you in my head I'm wishing I was tucked up inside your hands instead
0: that was as I think I explicitly explained before the amnesia of the song Sickness and Breakdowns." do hope you like that how did you find that song? I thought it was brilliant I can't believe you wrote that well I wrote the lyrics well yeah but okay you wrote it then no, I suppose, yeah, I can take yeah, credit. Take that. So yeah, that was the Amnesiacs. Thank you well very much. Done. Very good. Now, and that's, um, as I've always said right from the get go, what we want to do is get so much more music on this show. We want you guys to um, send songs in, send ideas about projects in, and just keep doing it. Because uh, last week we touched on it, we'd had one email in our email account. Can you remember what that email was, everyone? It was from you.
1: Yeah, it was a test email. It was a test email, Because we'd
0: had so few emails, I thought, well, I better check the account's working. But it (laughs) turned out it was working. (laughs) That's pretty desperate, isn't it? (laughs) But this week, we've had a number of emails, and I'm very excited, because people are really getting on board with this podcast now. We've had a few bands emailing with some songs, which is great. Thank you. We've got some guests coming up uh, in the future, and we're going to talk about those towards the end of the show, because we've got some guests next show. We've put this show out every other week, people. I'd like to confirm that now. (laughs) It is every other week. A few people have got in touch and said, where's the next show? We're we're desperate for it. We're waiting for it. You know, I've got the family around. we got popcorn. We were ready for it, and it wasn't there. We produce this show once every other week. It gives us more time creatively to think of content. Um, It gives us more time to get bands involved, arrange things. So it's every other week we're putting this out. But as I've said, we've had a number of emails, and most of them are from bands and things. But there was one email in particular... But I feel I need to share with the listeners, and um, Mr. Swan, you're smirking. No, I I think I know what's coming I think you might be. Yes, I do. Oh, I've lost the email. Ah, here we go. Right. As I was proving, because I always think to myself that I'm the big star of the show, you know, let's not beat around the bush. I think this is about me. But no, it turns out, Mr. Swan, that our listeners, they've got another favourite in this room. Who is it, Liam. Well, who who could it be? Well, it's me or North, and it's, it's definitely not not, to, it's not to, North. It's not All likely right, to yeah. be North, so... So, yeah, I was very excited when I got this email from someone. Um, her name is... Right. Brandy, you're a, a very loyal listener to the show, and I know you've listened since episode one, but for the life of me, I can't pronounce your second name. <laughs> her first name is Brandy, and her second name is... Lin- Brandy. we call her Brandy. Yeah, Brandy. She's our uh, number one Let's fan. not dwell. Yeah, we're on first name terms with her. Brandy. a surname. She's let's... almost part of the team. Yeah. Brandy, thank you for getting in touch because she sent us this email and it's short, but I think, you know, it's a very touching message. I'm building this up now. Drum roll, please. <this> Mr. Swan, you crack me up and I would like my very own personal I love Mr. Swan t-shirt. Kiss, kiss, kiss. And even more interestingly, it says from across the big pond because that is our American listeners taking a shine to you Mr Swan it is isn't it so that is official. and I think we should probably keep that on the wall as our first bit of fan mail for the show I'd like to keep that yeah definitely so that is Brandy from America Brandy Brandy. sending us an email telling how much she loves you I can't believe it I think I'd just like to say thank you Brandy you just sit there and you get fan
1: mail this girl obviously appreciates my talents what are your talents? Ask Brandy.
0: Brandy? She could tell you. Please send us a list of Mr. Swan's talents and what you would like to do to him and you'll get an email right out on next week's well, show. Uh, no, I think we've got to go it here. Right, because it's been a while Mr. Swan. I've built you up a little bit. I'm going to have to start knocking you down a bit. Oh, Since definitely we've good. we've on about your imaginary illnesses and hypochondria that you oh, suffer no. so terribly from, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no. For those of you who've listened to the Late Night Special, and if you haven't yet, I advise you go and do it. We had, um, Mrs. Swan wasn't here, as we've touched on, because you got thrown out of pub. I've apologised for that. You have, and I think it was very good. You've showed true contrition. We're very yeah. proud of you. Well done. You've rehabilitated as a responsible member of the community. Thank you. We had, uh, Mr. North's sister was here to, um, and sort of filled your, filled your yes, boots, your I- it were. I would like to thank her for that. She did a very good job. You say that, but within the first 30 seconds of the episode, she defined your entire character as someone who's permanently ill. And this is someone who'd met you for about an hour. Yeah, I think
1: that's unfair of her, to be
0: honest. Yeah. I, but, but I believe it's because she's been led to think that by people
1: who are just trying to Would
0: we do that? Me. Who would do that? You two would how definitely long, do how that. How long since you last went to the doctor? Uh, so
1: long, I can't remember.
0: Ah, well, I'm proud of you. You are, you are getting better. Thank but... you very much. I was inspired by your constant hypochondria and worrying oh, no. to um, look at a few, um, well, I thought, um, illnesses that you've probably never heard of. And, um, <laughs> oh, I found a list of, like, illnesses, and I read it, and actually it was quite amusing to me. I like the sound of it. So, these are few that might appeal to you, Mr. Swan, because you've exhausted all the main ones. Appeal to me? I don't go and choose yeah, them. It's not all all like a catalogue. It's like a menu, and you've used them all up. You've already had, I don't know... Bad leg, you've had herpes, you've had... Oh, well, hang on a minute. You've had headaches, you've had migraines, you've broken elbows. You've had all of it. That's so true, these except are few, for one of those. Listeners can decide I've, I've which one. I've never broken my elbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here are a few new ones for you, Mr. Swan, to enjoy, all right? Okay. The first one is called The Dancing Plague. In July 1518, a woman by the name of Frau Tafia, Frau Tafia, started dancing along the streets of Strasbourg. She danced just shy of a week until 34 people joined her. Within a month, there were 400 dancers. To try and cure the disease, the city council and physicians instructed them to keep dancing. They even erected a stage. Most of them died of a heart attack, stroke or exhaustion. The cause of this most bizarre affliction is unknown, though theories of mass psychological illness, ingestion of a mould found in rye bread or (laughs) occurrence of a medieval mania have been mooted. So there is actually a plague guessed. where people start dancing. So,
1: sorry, sorry. You can't stop dancing. Yeah, you, you die. You physically can't stop Mo- dancing.
0: Most of them died of heart attack, stroke, or exhaustion. So you dance... exhaustion exhaustion. You dance yourself to death. So you could have that one. You've not had that yet. Well, that would be rather... That would have to be the last one, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. That may be the end of your autobiography. I don't want to upset Brandon. And then I danced myself to death. And then you could drop dead and we could publish the autobiography. One man... No luck. So, <laughs> Which I, will soon be turned into musical. I would musical. like to see the look on your um, sort of boss's face when you give that sick note into work. You know, I just well, can't. If, well, who's going to give it in for me? Oh yeah, I'll be we... dead. Oh god. Yeah. Well, and what if you had the condition but you hadn't quite died? You're like, look, I've only got a week left. I'm going to have to dance around the world. I can dance for quite a long time. You're a good dancer. I'm actually. a good dancer. Yeah, though, you look. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, you look. I oh, thought I'm being nice to you again. I'm... Go on, go for no. it. Oh, go on. This
1: is this for branding. I feel dirty.
0: I feel dirty. This culture we've created of being nice to you. We went When we went out this summer night, you looked very suave in that suit you were wearing. Thank you very you much. You blossomed into quite a handsome man. Because you hadn't shaved for a few days. You looked very sort of Yeah, I wasn't dashing. sure. How, what did you think of that? I didn't. Well, I it's gone now. I I didn't like it. You very popular with the older demographic at the party, weren't it, you? W- it was very popular. Without naming names, there yeah. were some uh, relatives of a certain guest there who were very fond of... Uh, well, both of us, really. But me and you. In yes. fact, we were supposed to go around there today. Oh, God. It was her her birthday, 80th birthday. 80th 80th birthday, birthday. you know who you are if you're listening, happy 80th birthday. Yeah, happy 80th birthday. And we'll give you those 40 kisses, on each cheek. This sounds like a brilliant party. Yeah, I was quite up for it. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, I had to spend my day preparing the show, because you two won't bother. Well actually, no, you did bother, you said in the car just before we got here... Well, we've got something that's about a minute long. Oh no! Well,
1: no. <laughs> no yes. we well, had a feature. And we you had a feature, said...
0: and you said you wanted to leave it for another show. Well,
1: you said yeah. it was a minute long, and it wouldn't really
2: work. Well, maybe because... we underplayed it. Yeah. but... Listeners, anyway. listeners, this is how difficult it is working with Liam.
0: Look, I'm a earlier. genius. I'm a creative thought! I'm a whirlwind. You can't tame the wind. You can't tame the beast. You gotta let it fly. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Your I'll exhibit A. Your face. Well, right. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, down, the dancing more. more illnesses that yeah. you could have okay. that you haven't had yet okay. fatal familial insomnia <laughs> fatal insomnia is very rare luckily so listeners don't panic if you haven't been able to sleep for a couple of nights you've probably not got this Uh-oh. this is an extreme version of it so if you're not getting much sleep there's no need to worry just yet sufferers are likely to be between the ages of 30 and 60 Mr North is approaching that you're 42 Uh-oh. now aren't you Mr North <laughs> well I'm going to have to wait well you've got the body of an 80 year old Thank you very much. Yeah, well, I've been nice to you for far too much to show. Still look good in the suit. Liam's is the oldest and unfittest in the room. Look, that's true. Uh, we all saw me on the football field the other day, mate. I was a picture of fitness, charging up and down like I was. You looked like an idiot. I, was, I motivated that team. Our team had belief. Well, and you, still lo- lost. you lost, didn't you? Only just, and we'd lost all the other games really badly, but I think the big (laughs) thing was I wasn't in goal for that game that we didn't all right in, (laughs) Yeah. so the 5-2, 3-0 scoreline. Anyway, but we're digressing, my fitness is perfect, I look very good in the nude. Right, it's likely to take from 7 to 18 months to take its full fatal effect, so 7 to 18 months of not sleeping, Mr. Swan. What at all? Well, that's what not, well,
1: do you know what, it's funny actually, I should just say this now. You've got this, haven't you? I haven't been so sleeping. See, already, he <laughs> no. said he didn't need this no, list. Already, no. he's no. grabbing things off the list. Already. No, no. I, I the last week or so, I haven't been sleeping minutes. very well. Right. Um, so, so read on, because I'm a bit worried.
0: Yeah, you may well have. FFI is its abbreviation. FFI. FFI happens in four stages. It starts with insomnia coupled with panic attacks, paranoia and phobia. Have you got those three things? No, not really. Oh, you could have said yes on my brilliant radio if I was for telling well, people you people would start to worry about me. Well, good. We need a new presenter. You're getting far too popular. I don't like <laughs> it. I don't like the dynamic. I can't bear it. I'm an attention seeker on the edge. I'll take my following elsewhere. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Well, you don't have any microphones, do you? <laughs> good point. Yeah, Yeah. you yeah, see? I've right. got you by the short and curly. Yeah. <laughs> the second stage sees panic attacks worsened with hallucinations.
1: Getting into that yet? Uh, Last weekend at Mr. North's birthday, yes. You hallucinated quite strongly, (laughs) didn't you? Yeah.
0: Third stage, FFI sees the lack of sleep cause rapid weight loss. That sounds good. That's not happened, though, is it? Okay. Let's be honest. (laughs) Too many dime bars. Oh, well, yeah. Finally, dementia occurs and (laughs) sufferers become unresponsive or mute until they pass away. I'm still talking. Yeah, he probably... uh, This just in. I'm getting it in my earphone from our um, producers upstairs. Mr. Swan's not got a fatal illness called FFI. It's confirmed. Oh. From the knowledge, the knowledge has <laughs> spoken, the knowledge. He's a mick on this week, man. Okay, right. So what do you think of those first two illnesses? Well, I'm relieved. I've got two more for you to pick from in okay, this okay. menu of illnesses. Yeah, okay. The next one, the name I think undermines the condition a bit. It's called Alice in Wonderland Syndrome, and I, I like this one. Whimsical name aside, Alice in Wonderland Syndrome sees can be life-altering and occasionally life-threatening. It's all to do with your perception of what you see. Objects become unnaturally large or too small to be real. You know, dream girlfriend material in many ways. <laughs> ideal. Sufferers will see their legs dipping into the floor or even whole rooms become large like fish bowls. Inability to gauge distance, shape and size makes driving impossible. Even a quick walk to the shops can be perilous. <laughs> One almost happy side effect is an apparent ability to see minute detail on things a few hundred metres away, as though the sufferer has built-in binoculars. Now, that's a really weird condition, isn't that's it? That's very odd. I've never, ever heard of anything like that. So, c- keep that one in your pocket, Mr. Swamp. Yeah, that'll Alice that- in Wonderland Syndrome. Save that for a rainy day. Well, this is a vaguely interesting one. It's called Capgrass Syndrome. If I pronounce that wrong, don't kick off. <laughs> Capgrass <laughs> Syndrome appears to be something straight over an episode of Star Trek. Other sci-fi programmes are available. <laughs> Sufferers think that a friend, family member, or a loved one has been replaced with an identical imposter. It can be minor, or it can become a chronic condition. So there's four new syndromes for you to pick from, Mr. Swan. Which of those was your favourite? If you um, went to a restaurant to order an illness...
1: I think I quite like Alice in Wonderland.
0: Yeah? It sounds a bit weird, though. It, I just
1: like to experience it.
0: Well, I think you do use it when you drink. Oh, uh, no, no. If it's never... any of our listeners have experienced Alice in Wonderland syndrome, we're not mocking it. We don't find it funny. No, no.
1: We want to find out more. Genuinely
0: interested. So email the show if you've got that. If you can see the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, oh, yeah. Well, they can see it in minute detail from metres away. Okay, just stand about 200 metres away. And it, but if you see your legs dipping into the floor, don't panic. That's just your condition. I think we're verging on mocking it now. We need to go really? back towards the, treating it with respect. <laughs> Is it time for a song? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, it was very enthusiastic. I've never yeah. seen such enthusiasm from Tom. The man, the sort of, uh, well, the least enthusiastic man you'll ever see in your life. He <laughs> wants us to do a song. Because so, oh, so we've got nice. no idea how long this episode's been going for still, so... We're in the dark as much as you are, guys. But we are going to have a song now, and this is from a band I'm very excited to be introducing. Uh, It's uh, the Wide Eyes, and they're a local band, absolutely brilliant. I'll give you a few details about them after the song, because I think if I give you too much info before the song, you're not going to take it in. But once you've heard this song, you're going to want to know about them, because genuinely they are one of the most beautiful bands you will ever see. And as they quote, the sound of the Wide Eyes is the sound of your heart being broken and put back together again, almost as good as before. This song is called Square One and it's by the Wide Eyes. Enjoy this, everyone, and we'll be back.
4: Are you happy now?
0: Why? Is everything round about
4: right? The whole place is riddled with light, and everything shining. The truth be told. Isn't your number one world? This time you've broke the mold. Did all the gods mock you for down in the shadows of your cupboard lies? Planet Earth and its primitive tribes. You can't watch them. You'd feel too. All those poor little tortured souls Could anything happen, an act or a sign To stop this unhealthy obsession with time If anything happens, we'll need you on side or oh, you'd love to help, but your hands are tied Cause we really need you right now And it's never too late but There's another way out I hear your thoughts whirring round It's in us that you have your doubts So it's back to square of your covered lives Planet Earth and its primitive tribes You can't watch them You'd feel too involved All those poor little tortured souls Could anything happen An act our sign To stop this unhealthy obsession with time If anything We'll need you on side or oh, you'd love to help But your hands are tied
0: to that uh that was the wide eyes and how did you guys find that song always like the wide eyes you always you've, oh, uh, you've...
1: I've known them for quite a while now ah, yeah. not it...
0: personally but i've used to come and watch when i used to come and watch mr
1: parton's band yeah they would always perform with you yeah and, um, and they were fantastic yeah they, they are really you, you've
0: hit them on the head they're a fantastic band um they're at the moment actually they've finally pulled their fingers out and they've gone up to manchester to record their album finally which i'm so happy about because i'm Genuinely excited about listening to the album because it's like I've always wanted their songs like to hand and I've you've never had them. I've seen them play live and I'm like oh. I want those songs on my iPod. Um, and they're in Manchester at the uh, Moulin Rouge studio in Manchester, which um, Doves have recorded there, Badly Drawn Boy, the Ting Tings, just to name a few. So they're up there at the moment. I think they're spending ten days up there, then they're coming back for a bit, and they're going back up for ten days to finish it off. And I'm genuinely so excited about listening to that finished result of the album from the Wide Eyes. It's going to be brilliant. If you want to check out more of their stuff, they're on. Um, TheWideEyes.co.uk, spelt as it sounds, just all one word. And they're also on MySpace, uh, which is MySpace.com slash TheWideEyes. And if you go on there, there's a few tracks on the website. And honest to God, it's just beautiful to listen to. So get involved. And we are hoping dearly, I've got my fingers, toes, everything crossed that in a few weeks' time, we're going to get them on the show and interview them. And hopefully, they'll bring along a copy of their new album and we can play some songs for you. Maybe do a Wide Eyes special, because I'd love that. Mr. Swan would love that. That would be brilliant. Mr. North. Well, he doesn't love anything. He's indifferent no, to it. That him. was good. That was good, that last one. <laughs> oh, right. Even Mr North loved He'll it. He'll jump on board. So was, um, Yeah, it was good. Brilliant. That was the wide eyes. Right, now, uh, what do I want to talk about now? Look you at think? your running order. Oh, good idea. Right, we've got a running order that I typed up and I'm still scrabbling around for paper. Oh, I've got something else to promote. Oh, God. Hang on. Talk. Say something, you two. Uh, Mr Parton yeah. is bending down at the moment. Now he's back up. Right, you see, and you say I don't carry this show. I'm right, what I want to talk about now is a really exciting project that's going on uh, locally, and um, I want to introduce you, because you guys don't know about it, and the listeners, you may have heard about it, because they've actually been very kind, of been promoting us a little bit through their channels. So if you've come to this uh, from Yeah! magazine, thank you very much for joining the show and getting involved. And as I've just given the game away there, what I'm going to talk about now is something called Yeah! magazine. And I've got the little description of what it is in. I'm literally just going to read it because I don't want to try and blag it and do it injustice. So I've basically got the little sort of, um, well, it's like a press release here to read out. So I will now read from a bit of paper in my bestest, poshest voice. Ready? Ask me what is Yair. Yeah. Liam, what is Yair? Yeah? Yair yeah is an independent, theme-based quarterly magazine. Yair yeah was established to be an avenue for creative students and young people to promote themselves and get their work seen. We are here to support emerging talent. So very much like what we're trying to do on this Project, they're doing a magazine for. Sounds good. The magazine consists of donated work from contributors. Now, I'm reading this in the first person, but this is because I'm just reading it. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about Yeah Magazine. Yeah, did. we're still with you. Good. We simply tell the contributors the next theme and encourage them to submit work to this theme. We are constantly looking for new contributors, particularly writers, photographers, illustrated designers, etc. However, we like to think that anyone can contribute no matter what their skill. So again, like us, they're trying to get anyone involved. If you've got a talent, get involved with Yeah Magazine. It is a seriously good publication and um, gaining popularity all the time. The editor is a chap called Ben Erie. He's a brilliant guy, really passionate, and he really does know what he's doing. You can email him uh, at their website. It's erie at yeah-magazine.com. And they're also on Twitter, and they follow us, which I think makes some jolly good eggs in my eyes. Yeah, very good taste. Um, so you can find them on Twitter, and that's just twitter.com slash year magazine. Uh, and seriously, they've um, got a few events coming up, one of which I want to talk about right now, and I will do so in a serious voice. Ha, 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 hum. It's year's first exhibition, and I've printed this off in the most ridiculously small font. Look how small that is. <laughs> oh, that's You've crazy. got to have Alice in Wonderland syndrome to read this. <laughs> like, I literally can't read what I've printed off. Oh, my God, code red, abort, abort. Year's first exhibition, and it's going to be opening on the 16th of August. So we're recording this show. It's currently the, what's the date today? It's the 2nd. It's the 2nd of August today. And so on the 6th, uh, yeah, 16th of August, there's going to be an exhibition of the magazine. Uh, the event will coincide with the release of the next issue of the magazine. It'll be a big celebration of everything that Yeah! magazine have achieved since the first issue. And it's going to be a thank you to everyone that supported it so far. Uh, and it's going to be at the end of Commercial Road with that big roundabout. If you know Portsmouth very well and you know where the old one-legged jockey used to be, mm. it's just around in that area. Just go along and look at the work. They've got a massive exhibition space. There's three rooms. Gonna be, there's going to be photos and stuff from the magazine in there. I recommend you go along. And um, like I say, Ben Airy is a tremendous chap, really passionate about getting involved with local projects. He's coming on the show in a few weeks' time. Uh, He doesn't know that yet, but that's official. we said it on air. (laughs) Ben, if you're listening, you're coming on the show. Because he does listen. He does actually listen to the show. So can we all say hello to Ben? Hello, Ben. Ben Ben is our number one listener called Ben at the moment. We should
2: also offer another service that if any of our American listeners want to come across this event, Mr. Swan will offer accommodation. Yes. Well, well, um, (laughs) yeah,
1: depending on your numbers and availability of the room. If you live in
0: America and you want to come to that event, you can sleep in Mr. Swan's room. Thank you, yes. And if you're Brandy, you can probably share his bed. Is that? Can we say that on air? You can say it on air. I can say what I like. It, yeah. You don't look so keen. No, no, Brandy, you know I like that. But it. seriously, <laughs> I'll be going to that Yeah Exhibition because I, I genuinely want to go. I think it'll be really good. Um, And like I say, get in touch with Ben. And I'll say before, it's eri at Yeah-Magazine. How do you spell eri? Eri. Ah, good question. Good question. Listeners, eri is spelt E-double-R-E-Y. But you can also contact them directly through their site, which is yeah-magazine.com. Seriously, get involved. It's a great magazine. I was promoting it to people in Somerset at the weekend um, (laughs) because I'm like that. You thought I was using it to chat someone up. No, no, no. You were. You were. (laughs) No, that's a lie. I was networking. I was a social butterfly and butterflies flutter around and they sip on the nectar from every little plant. That's what I was doing. I was sipping on the nectar on Lydia's nectar, my friend. Whatever. Look, don't lie. So seriously, that's a great project. Get involved. Follow him on Twitter. Area, if you're listening, you're coming on the show. You're going to talk about the magazine. What are you looking like that for, Mr. North? I was thinking about something. Don't think about anything <laughs> except me. <laughs> I am connected. your number one concern. Don't. What, 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 what were you were thinking, you thinking about?
2: about? I was thinking about the fact that we need to get business cards or something.
0: Okay, well, we'll say. We,
1: can we not discuss this off air?
0: Yeah, well, going to say it on air. Well,
1: <laughs> this is the sort of man we have to put out. No, but here. we do need business cards. Well, because you know, then you could take them Anyone out there the
0: shop, who can, can, can get us free business cards made, <laughs> we might as well just try it <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, go for it, yeah. We're on air. People have got to listen to this. They've yeah. started now. They can't stop. Well, actually, they can stop. Don't stop. Don't press that stop button, whatever you do. Yeah, we need business cards to start promoting ourselves because we are a professional organisation. Would you describe us as a professional? Definitely. Because basically, I'm the sort of man that I've got a ridiculous penchant for just speaking rubbish. But what I've realised is that I can turn this into something sort of profitable for the local community. Profitable
2: for the local community. Yeah, go.
0: yeah the old folks, the down usually, out. I have to carry this blooming personality around and try and fit it into other jobs. Where, like, really, <laughs> my personality doesn't fit. I'm just a loud idiot that people don't quite That's know what to true. do with. Yeah. But, because usually I've got to blame autism. That's what I usually have to do in life. Oof. What? No, because I think... You can't you're... cover it up with that. Yeah, you can. I've done it in the past. Really? There was a, yeah, there was a situation... Uh, should I admit this on air? Yes. Go on. Yeah, go on. Uh, if ever we were going to get any sponsorship deals with any autistic, like, charities or anything, this is going to be thrown out the water. I think they've deals. got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. But yeah, a few. I think it was about a year and a half ago, I was um, I was out in... Where was I? Like, London way, I think. And um, we were in a big supermarket, and I'd gone out for an evening to meet some friends for a meal, and big sort of group event. And there was a few people that I didn't know. And as I did at the time, because so I used to be very into the women before the sex ban, I'm currently still on, I'd like to say, still, still on, on yeah. the sex ban. And I was a bit, you know, I like to sort of uh, be friendly with the ladies. And I met a lovely, lovely lady that evening. As I often do, I was showing off a little bit, messing around on the giant escalator in the middle of the shopping centre. Can you imagine that? A Shopping yeah. centre, escalator. It was very late at night. It was about 11.30 in the evening. So the actual shopping centre was shut. But we were only there... Because we'd gone to the cinema. Right. It okay. yeah. cinema yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah. And I was messing around. And literally I heard a voice from afar say, You boy, Stop that. Stop messing around. Here. I, I, I was being told off by the security guard. Okay. And I felt very silly. I thought right. I'd myself in front of this girl. She's not going to want to have it off of me now. It's all gone. To <laughs> She's wrong. I went down. I sort of, I stopped very still on the escalator. Glid down calmly. And he was looking at me the whole time. And um, I walked out of the building. And I thought, well, that was close. That was, you know, I got away with that. And then I realised something terrible. I realised my car was parked in the car park in the upstairs of that shopping centre. Oh, no. And he was already eyeballing me, the security guard. And I was like, well, I've got, I'm have i going to have to go back in and go back up the escalator to get to my car. So I'd created a situation of jeopardy. It was tense. You know, it was too... How do you get into I know. This and I had this girl on my arm as well. And I was like... But well, she was still with you after yeah, that? Yeah. She found it a little bit amusing. I was... Really? She was autistic. Yeah. Oh, she... wow. <laughs> yeah. She was coming down the lift because of, uh... <laughs> no, 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 she was with me, she was with me and um, I said, right, I'm going to have to go back in, I'm going to have to just go and confront the security guard and sort of explain myself, so I went back in, I walked up very humble and sort of said, look, I'm, I'm really sorry, I was messing around, I said, I, I need to go back, he said, we well, can't go back upstairs now, you, you know, I want you out, I was like, well, my, my car's upstairs and I said, and I struggle in social situations because I've, um, I've got autism, so I sometimes do, I say the wrong thing. I don't think he believed me, but it's the sort of thing you're not going to... You can't challenge can't it. You're not going to challenge it because it's out challenge of order. You know? yeah. so but he, you using it, that's terrible. So I literally, he watched me go back on the escalator, all the way back upstairs. And again, with this girl, I think was getting increasingly awkward because she's like, well, is this man bad? I can't believe she's still hang around with you. Alcohol may have been involved. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah Your favourite, your favourite. Oh, well. <laughs> so he went, and I went, and I was like, right, well, that's past now, about instant. I'm, I've made up the escalator, I've gone to the stairs, now up to the car park done and I'm walking around the car park and I couldn't find my car and I was getting very agitated I was like my car's been stolen it's literally it was not where I remember parking I was like this is awful what's, what's going on and then it hit me I was in the wrong car park and that my car was actually parked in the shopping centre across the road oh. so having made a big song and dance I now was trapped upstairs in a multi-storey <laughs> car park with a woman who I was and you know when you sort of booting a mental evening sort of chatting someone up and it's going very well you're like la 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 brilliant 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 but then I'm losing momentum. She thinks I'm mad. I'm dancing around a supermarket like blooming Margot Fontaine or something. What's going on? So anyway, I was like, right. I admitted to her. I said, my car's not been stolen. We're in the wrong car park. Bad. Very, very bad. Did she not take it well? Again, I think she was just going with it based on the amount of alcohol in her system. What did you do? So Tony? I now had to go back into the supermarket and back down the escalator with the security guard watching me again. Oh. And he was not impressed by now because... <gasps> Literally, I was the only one in the supermarket and the escalator was long. It felt about a mile long. When you're coming down the slow descent of shame, yeah. it's awful. So anyway, I came back past him. and He said, boy, what are you doing back here? I said, it's my autism. I, I, I've got confused. I don't know where my car is. He looked at me with disgust and he literally escorted me to the door and then he locked the, the doors behind me so I couldn't get back in. I thought, <laughs> well, I hope to God yeah, that my car is not in there. Luckily, I went across the road and there we found my car and then me and the woman went on to the Hilton Hotel where we had a lovely night there. Brilliant. Lovely. Breakfast. Marvellous. And that's the end of that story. And that is why, people, what that story reveals is if you lie about autism, you get women. Yeah. No, 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 no. No? We is say. that not the moral of the story? No, no, no. Not no. at all. But don't use autism as an excuse for poor behaviour. Definitely not. Um, unless you're really desperate and trying to impress a woman. Can we say that? I just did.
1: Okay, fair enough. We'll let it go.
0: But that was my anecdote about autism, so you should never lie about it, really. Yeah, remember that.
1: That'd be good for after-dinner speeches, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: If you want to hire the boys in the basement as after-dinner speakers, (laughs) that's just a
1: little... uh, We are
0: available. ...little insight into the sort of conversation you'll be getting out of us. We did go off on a tangent a bit there. It's time for our final song of the evening. We're now going to up the tempo with a bit of kismet. So if you're listening at home, get up, dance about. If you're in your car, don't dance, but I will allow finger-tapping... nod of the head perhaps nod of the head and perhaps left foot just gently on the floor as well yeah yeah. Because on the floor not on the clutch that's all you're allowed and you can sing along if you know the song and if you do know the song brilliant so this is the marvellous Portsmouth band Kismet with their marvellous number four smash hit chin up
4: Go, go 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 go
2: go
0: Well, hello everyone. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you didn't dance yourself to death because that would be terrible. You'd miss the end of the show if that had happened to you. <laughs> right, as ever, did you like that song, Mr. Swan? I did. I did. Good. Really upbeat, wasn't it? It was. Very good. I, I got a lot of time for that. And that is Kismet. And I auditioned to be in that band once. Um, made it to the last two, but didn't quite make it in as a drummer. Oh. Yeah, but I think I met some cool people and had a good time with it. So that's well, what it's all what matters, about. That's yeah. what networking that's right. and life is all about. Uh, you can find out more about that band on myspace.com slash kismet great lads really upbeat they're currently recording their album which they're hoping to have out in September so we'll keep you posted about that great stuff now we're in the final bit of the show now and we've got a lot of stuff to cram in because we've over talked a lot of stuff should we do a new story boys I think we should do the new story play the jingle This is the news,
3: this is the news, this is the news,
0: this is the news, this is the news. It's the news! It is the news. As ever, my esteemed colleagues and new listeners at home are going to pick which news story we're going to listen to. We've got... Three headlines here. That's one, two, three. ABC. Ba 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 ba. Boo! Naked woman falls through roof in Aberdeen. <laughs> story one. Story number two. Tokyo's oldest man died 30 years ago. And finally. <laughs> oh, God. why? Why are you sniggering? Were so you ridiculous. involved in this? No, 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 carry on. That's okay. I like that. And, and cool. the final story, which I think you'll like Bear takes car for joyride. Oh, really? Now, it's a watershed moment in our podcast here because if we pick the bear one, we've had every one of our news stories about animals. Which story are you going to pick, boys? Uh, What do you think, North? I want the naked Aberdeen woman. You would. <laughs> you would want her. <laughs> can, we get her can we get her down here? <laughs> yeah, well, she falls through roofs, seems we're in a basement, she's got to then subsequently drop through two other oh, floors. That's a bit difficult. She though. won't be in a good state, but the sort of state that Tom likes his women in when he sort of gets some vulnerable bleeding. Vulnerable, yeah. That's... <laughs> oh. Look, I've watched you in a pub tonight whilst we were at that pub quiz, leering over every little girl that came near. And I don't you, think so. You made our friend's girlfriend cry the other night, didn't you, with your sleazy ways? I don't think so. Oh, well, I... I think perhaps we should get her on it. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> so, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> listeners, press your red buttons now. They've what? gone for it. They picked naked woman as well. Superb. Oh, good. Who well done, well done, listeners. Woman?
1: We love the listeners.
0: A naked couple who clambered, clambered to the top of a building triggered a full-scale rescue by the emergency services after a woman plunged through the roof. Two fire engines, three ambulances. And several police cars were called to the building. Now, I'm betting they didn't need that many people. That seems overkill. The radio message was, <laughs> naked woman has fallen through a roof, and every officer, fireman in the area thought, well, yeah, beats a pot noodle. And they the were in their... Absolutely. So they actually only needed, like, one officer. But all of these people turned up, probably to ogle the poor, battered woman. Eyewitnesses report a pair of breasts. Oh, no. Report the pair rolling about in the nude, on top of a four-storey building in Aberdeen city centre, before she fell through. So she was up there with a bloke, I suppose. In Aberdeen? Yeah, it all kicks off in Aberdeen. It must be cold. And there's a photo yeah. here. There's a photo here of the sort of scene of the accident, and it's above a Millet's. Oh, brilliant. Other what, camping shops are available. They didn't fall into Millet's, surely. I think that would be brilliant. That would be do. superb. So if you're hanging <laughs> around a Millet's... it on a peg. It could Oh, oh you would, wouldn't it? Dear me. It's above a Millet's, lots of policemen have turned up, and shoppers were looking on an amazement. It's I bet that was a time. lot of dads. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, what, does it give a time of the incident? It doesn't, but it is in the daytime looking at this photo. So shoppers looked on an amazement. And by that, I'm assuming they mean dads out shopping, <laughs> husbands. Because let's face it, if a naked woman yeah. fell for a ceiling... I mean, I've dreamt of that, that sort of thing happening. Yeah. The busy road was closed for more than an hour as firefighters broke into the Bridge Street building, which houses a mixture of flats, shops and restaurants. And they searched for the pair... The woman, believed to be in her 30s, was led out by paramedics with mud and cuts on her face. Mud? Yeah. Where would she get mud from? Where would she get mud from? Camping Something's shop. going on here. The camping, camping shop. shop. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. millets do actually do a great range of mud <laughs> yeah, yeah. available Just, in different size packets. Yeah, they're uh, sticklers for realism. For, uh, for city people. Yeah. And, yeah it's this like is Aberdeen. Designer mud. Designer mud. A man thought to be in his mid 20s was led out by police officers 30 minutes later boy. <laughs> and driven off in the back of a police car. Both were dressed. At the time they emerged, so that's will be what took the thirty minutes. Is there to find some clothes? Some clothes, yeah. They had to go to Millets, and I don't know. She had to wear a tent or something. She came out, yeah. A story. She was wearing a tent. He was wearing a sleeping bag. Really, is that true? Maybe made, not totally. You've made that up. Don't, think. don't naysay, mate. <laughs> too shocked. Here you go. Too shocked. Joiners. Oh, I suppose I mean joiners like the tradesmen, not people yeah, yeah. joining in. Oh, no, what? Getting naked? Oh, sort of dogging. I'm <laughs> oh. joining in. I'm a joiner. I'm dogging jo- in Millets. Well, if I was in Millets and a naked woman fell through, I would think. Well, I might as well get naked too. It's a party. Okay. I think, I think women, that says quite a lot about you. Naked woman falling from a ceiling. He'd all that says tail. to me is this party's getting started. Uh, it's like a stripper bursting out of cake. Woman falling from a ceiling. I'll be like, Oh, ideal. One of the workmen who didn't want to be named But <laughs> because, he's because married he, Because he's a workman, he's probably called Dave or Barry. Yeah, or it all goes. Very Scottish though. Ach no. What would his name be? Alistair. Alistair. <laughs> Alistair the Builder, who didn't want to be named. Sorry, Alistair. We couldn't believe our eyes. We were both working to secure one of the empty premises, and we see these two folk naked at the window. I don't know how they accessed that part of the building, but they were rolling about the roof naked. They had mud all over them. So still no idea how the mud got there. They were already muddy. when Perhaps they were, they were mud wrestling on ah, the roof. Ah, could happen. But where would they get the mud from? Well, right? they bring their own. Can you do that? If you're a mud wrestler, I'm sure you have oh, to. I suppose you've got to make provisions. Yeah. Ah, and you can this right, this shows you that this is properly in Scotland. <laughs> ah then I saw the lassie fall through the roof. Oh god. It's full of asbestos. Was that quite a good accent? I yeah. didn't have a clue what you said. Oh, it's what I said there translated for English demographic. Then I saw the lassie falling through the roof. It's full of asbestos. Oh. The other joiner added, They look crazy. One of the strangest things I've ever seen. He was English, that one. And yeah. <laughs> the final word. final word from the police was, the woman appeared to be okay. Did we like that news story? Yeah. Yeah, right. that was good. It's now on the floor. I flung it away because it's now almost time to end the show. But as ever, we will end the show with a poem. Now, Mr North, I don't want to keep talking about your sister because I know you get uncomfortable as to where I'm going to be going with it. You know, i going to make a lewd comment. But I promised her and she was here to record the late night special, I promised her on air that I would write a poem for her. And I have done that. I write ri- it now. You've written it? Yeah, I wrote the poems. Did you not know that? No. You did write the last two? Yeah, I did. I did? I write
1: these poems. Did <laughs> no, you not know that?
2: No, you didn't. I did!
0: Honestly, no, Come I on, write... let's give him his moment. <laughs> yeah, he did. He wrote them. He yeah.
1: wrote the poems. He wrote right, the
0: poems. I'd like to. I think I owe her a bit of an apology because I did spend a lot of the show calling her Tubby, and she's not really Tubby. She's not. She's not, and I'd like to clear she's that not up. Not at all. No, and she's a lovely bit. figure. I'd, I'd hate her to, like, if she went anorectical, i feel terrible. So an apology and I always think an apology is a good way to have the last word that's yeah. all how I see yeah, yeah, it yeah. anyway life. so Libby if you're listening and you will be listening because you've subscribed to the show because she likes subscribing on iTunes which you can do through our website boysinthebasementpodcast.com on our homepage there's a big picture of us riding in a car click on that I'll tell you to iTunes click subscribe bish you've joined the revolution do it now do it now and then pause this do it and come back and you can hear the poem alright Thank you for doing that Welcome back Thank you for subscribing Here is my poem I've written it But I haven't given it a title What should I call it? Well thank um, you for your contribution there boys <laughs> That was really good Really good I'll, Don't I'll... just throw things like that Allison. You got to just... be ready for it mate well, You can't be You can be ready for this stuff You can't be ready Well but, uh, Will okay. you read it And then we'll give it okay. a name for it Ah I like what you did there Okay This is a poem What I did right Can you start the music Mr North? Oh, you already have. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, it's already going well in the background. Ahead. I'm well Yeah, ahead. all right. I better, I better do the poem before the music ends. Okay, here we go. She appeared that night a girl from afar with her grey leather boots and a filthy wee laugh. I remember it well the moment of meeting I took her hand the warmest of greetings a stranger to me but I didn't care as laughter and song hung thick in the air while spirits and grains filled our glasses, I filled each moment with cheeky passes. Each arrow of wit from a bow pulled tense. Some were just cheeky, others causing offence. But through talk of thighs and hobbit-like boys, together we shared the most simple of joys. Two free spirits on two separate paths, Yeah, that evening we had will always be ours.
1: Did you actually write that? Yes. That was very good
0: well, Where else am I going to get a poem That references the fact I call <laughs> her tubby And her thighs And, and yeah. they're hobbits
1: From New Zealand Oh yeah So
0: did we like that poem I, lo- I did it like that It was very good It I did, did like like almost
2: that. give like The night that you spent together Yeah You didn't spend any Alone I like... time together All night
0: Well not that you know of You yeah. dozed off early Mr North
2: Yeah then I threw you out
0: you did. Yeah, in the middle of the night, people, he <laughs> woke up in his sleep and said, get out now, go out And I was like, "All oh, right, fine. He kicked me out half asleep. And then the next day, he couldn't even remember doing it. But let's not digress <laughs> from the fact that that poem was really that nice. That was
1: a very good poem. Because Mr
0: North, you were on edge all the way through that, weren't you? Yeah, he and had me, his was. hand. Yeah, he did. Figured, Ready for yeah. me to do something terrible. But what are we going to call that poem then? Just something simple, I think, if it says it. We're so gonna, right, that love, poem's called love, Something no, no, Simple. Love, <laughs> I'll
2: go it. Ode to Olivia.
0: Ode to Olivia. That was my ode. I like that. Ode to Olivia. Olivia, I hope you enjoyed that. She will enjoy that. Livvy, I wrote that for you. That's my talent bursting out of me. And finally, because the show's wrapping it up now, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, And like I say, if you're enjoying it, keep spreading the word, checking the website. We're updating it all the time. We've got news, things on there. Next show, we are going to have some guests. We're going to have a band called Everything But Arms on the show. They're a local band. They emailed us some songs. We really like what they're doing. So they'll be on the show next week. And um, unfortunately, it's not worked out perfectly because it's actually this Friday, Friday the 6th of August. I think it's Friday the 6th. They're going to be playing a gig in Portsmouth. And it would have been great to get them on the show before that. But if you are free, get down to the Cellars in Portsmouth, a really good music venue. Uh, it's a bit of a worry at the moment that it might be getting shut down. So if you are free on Friday night at 730 Go on to sellers down at Eastney and um, show your support for firstly the band, so a great up-and-coming band, and secondly for the sellers in Eastney because if it shuts, we lose a really valuable and really important uh, venue for live music and up-and-coming bands. So get there. I think it's five pounds. It's called the Portsmouth Invasion. There's a few bands playing. Get down there. I'm going to be there. I think have we confirmed that we're all going to be there? Yeah, I think we'll all be there. All the boys in Basement Team will be there, so you can meet us, greet us, stroke our little heads. Why are you rubbing your crotch, Mr. North? Don't worry. I won't I do worry because I'm trapped in a basement with you Uh, so this show's on iTunes probably on the Wednesday so if you've listened before Friday the 6th get down you can get tickets on the door it's going to be great Uh, other things to cover off from the show that we haven't talked about yet Mr Swan yes how are you getting on with the musical of your life it's going well, it's going well. Auditions have begun. Have um, they?
1: Um, yeah, they have. I'm working yeah. on a few musical numbers as well and looking at venues. Yep. Yeah, because it's the...
0: progressing well, I can promise you that. Because in the first show, Mr. Swan did promise us a musical and I'm going to hold him to it. I'm a man of my word. I know and I look forward to it. It's going to be called, what is it going to be called? Uh, we haven't
1: quite got a title yet. What's the any- working title? Well, I have, it's, it's called uh, One Man No Luck. Yes. Yeah, very um, good.
2: Same as your autobiography. Same as my Keeping autobiography.
1: Your um, but if anyone has any ideas for or suggestions for it, I'm more than happy to email us. Or Please if you'd email like us. a part. That would be good. Yeah, if, yes, you want to be, if you're a budding actress or definitely.
0: actor, I think an actress would probably play your part, wouldn't they? Thank you very much. Yeah, um, email the show if you want to get involved with the musical <laughs> of Mr. Swan's <laughs> life. One man... No luck. So, uh, yeah, com. Email me, Liam at com. Thank you ever so much for listening. We've been the boys. This has been the basement. You've been the listener. Thank you. Have a good week. Take care. See you in a couple of weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.